0: One of the podcasts I've been wanting to talk about is being tired and being able to work through and how to manage your self-tiredness. You know, this is, And this may get a little uncomfortable of a topic as I go through it and kind of what I'd like to discuss and share. So going to be probably several people who are extremely safety conscious and you might find this podcast questionable. I'm just going to give you that disclaimer up front. But part of my goal with this is I wanna be genuine. I wanna be upfront with just how this is. Uh, this is a sector of the industry that it is a, a legitimate safety issue at the end of the day, but what actually happens in the field when, when it gets down to it, this is true no matter where you are. I know that a lot of companies are extremely safety conscious out there. Even those companies, when it happens there, they're not the wiser as to what's going on, and their technicians are hiding it. I want to talk about it from a perspective of when this happens, how you can try to properly manage it, and when when do you just stop? When, when do you have to stop? Now, I'm hitting on the safety aspect of this real heavy, you up front because I want you to understand that discussing being exhausted and tired and how to work through that on a job site and sometimes the hours that this turns into officially shouldn't happen and it shouldn't be this way and you shouldn't push yourself on an official level. A company shouldn't ask you to do this. You are supposed to have proper adequate time and I want you to understand that going into this Podcast and conversation. We got a big retrofit going and I'm working this job at the moment. I'm organizing my tools because. Everything's an absolute scattered mess right now, which is just what happens if you've ever done this before. I'm working on commissioning phase of the projects and trying to get this system kind of tuned in, make sure that it will actually stay online. We had to do a re-piping on a 200 ton split system. This system had some issues with the original piping and configuration work and just, it's a long explanation. Regardless of the explanation, what it led to, an unexpected overnighter was not anticipated we had a strong plan we went into. Uh, The other night, I guess this uh, right now is Friday morning, this would have been Wednesday so we had approval we're in very mild weather right now we were gonna shut down all the mechanical cooling and re-pipe the system and I had a what I thought was a sizable enough crew to actually get that amount of work done in the time given as with anything though you run into little hiccups and complications we started the day Wednesday at 8 a.m. and we finished and left the job site at 4 30 a.m. Thursday morning well part of the requirements for the building was we had to make sure that the mechanical cooling was functional enough to support the building, which basically meant we needed one condenser online of the two that we have. We had to be back by basically about 10 o'clock because they had economizer free cooling up until about 10, and then the outside air conditions were gonna get it's too warm. What that meant for me in particular, uh, I live two hours away. It was not worth the drive home at 4.30 a.m nor was it safe enough for me to drive home, to do nothing more than basically take a shower and then come back and be back here at 10 o'clock. So out of just time and safety, I decided I was just gonna sleep in the truck. I drove to our shop and crashed in the parking lot for uh, a few hours. I think I got to the shop at about five o'clock, went down. Uh, I was up by eight as everybody started kind of filtering into the shop and was just too much going on. I couldn't. I couldn't stay down in the truck so I got up for a little bit and kind of hung out and then kind I took my time getting here and, and we just we weren't in a hurry yesterday because we had to work the whole day yesterday as well. Uh, I got a night's sleep overnight last night and then we're back on site at 8am this morning. A lot of things start to happen to you and your body when you push yourself to those levels of exhaustion and, and those things aren't necessarily well not even necessarily those things are not good things and in these situations and conditions this is where uh a, a, a seniored senior technician not a, not necessarily a senior but a seniored somebody who has experienced and has kind of lived through this life long enough that experience begins to show its value because those guys you'll see They know how to work in those conditions and they know how to continue functioning and then your younger guys who haven't lived through that enough times will be the ones that struggle the most. And you have to keep the most eye on and pay the most attention to because they're going to be the ones to ultimately go down. I do apologize if I get a little incoherent at any point in this conversation just because you know I I one night sleep is not near enough to recover from this and that's one of the things you have to take into account so if you're gonna start working extreme hours you have to realize the recovery time for that is fairly substantial. I don't know the actual math or numbers behind it and I'm not educated at that scale but you, from experience you need a significant amount of time so let's say you work a full shift more than what you're used to working and so normally your body could recover from that in a a typical night of eight hours sleep or seven hours, however much sleep you're used to getting. You turn around doing an overnighter like this or, or something to this level, that recovery time can easily turn into two or three nights of decent sleep to get your body feeling normal and and even remotely functional again and this is one reason why i wanted to do this while i'm in this state because well i can can speak the most accurately to it because i'm sitting here and i'm currently feeling it and i literally am in the process of trying to recover from it myself so let's talk about what happens what you feel and just how your body starts to react now this is going to be slightly different from person to person but for the most part people start to get Uh, abundantly uh, lethargic. Your head begins to cloud, you have a hard time thinking and processing what it is you're doing and what's in front of you and a task that would normally be a very quick instant reaction turns into, there's a little bit of a stutter, there's a delay. You don't just respond like you expect yourself to and that in and of itself can start to get frustrating and then you know small annoyances that like right now I am looking for my channel locks and I swore I had them right here that small annoyance becomes I'm getting pissed off frustration not because it's a big deal and in the context of what is happening it makes total logical sense your mind's ability to make that logical sense isn't of the, it's not there. That same level and scale isn't happening. So you have to be aware of that, you have to be mindful of that. Where you'll get yourself in trouble is when you're not aware, and, and a lot of this just comes down to you have to live it enough times and experience it before it can fully make sense and and be legitimate in your mind. Even then, and after you've experienced it, if you've if you're not that mentally uh... strong to begin with and i don't mean that in a negative way i just mean that in just a legitimate some people just aren't as mentally tough. just i don't know how else to say that as other people are where that could becomes a problem making a judgment decision on what is safe or not it is much easier to make an unsafe decision for example continuing to work uh... it's easier to make an unsafe decision that you know what just f it i'm here i'm going I'm just gonna keep going until we're done or or until somebody drops. That can be an unsafe decision depending on what it is you're doing that can lead to people getting hurt. All right, found them. So this is a prime example of what I'm actually talking about. I left these inside the air handler. I was using them to help me uh, as a backup to adjust valves. And I forgot that's where I left them. But I thought I had move them but I didn't I hadn't moved them and anyway your memory becomes shorter and you're you you'll have problems with remembering what it was you you were doing and why and why that thing was important and that plays even into measurements you know you'll have say you were trying to take measurements of a piece of pipe or something well you might have to start writing those down because remembering the measurement you took from where you took it to where you need to cut it might become challenging. And I'll use that as a segue to kind of go back to what I started to say earlier about how uh, this is where an experienced technician who's lived through this, or somebody who's done this long enough, you know, you, you do generate a lot of uh, muscle memory in, uh, in just what you do. And you'd be surprised how much uh, muscle, m- muscle memory you create it ends up getting carried with you. Where that comes into play when you can no longer really think effectively, you know, your, your mind becomes so clouded by the exhaustion and the tiredness that you, your brain is is not processing the information, uh, that muscle memory begins to kick in. Well, for somebody who is inexperienced that's going to be a lot harder because they don't have that same level of muscle memory. And so that night, for example, uh, I yeah, your your my mind got to the point where I was doing I wasn't doing a whole lot of thinking in the day. There was a there wasn't much thinking happening and there was a whole lot of just my my body knows how to do this, my body knew the goal I wanted to achieve, and my body just started doing what I've done for years to get the results I was seeking. Is this a safety hazard? Is this a safety issue? You better believe it. Should we have stopped? Yes. So let's talk about that. Okay. So why? Why in the world would you continue working and you like if you're going to get to that point, you're you're obviously not getting as much work accomplished as you would if you were of of right mind. You uh, you were arrested you weren't tired, and so if we'd have just called it a night and gone home, well, there is a breakover point between every time you stop a job and then come back and, and start. It takes time, even for you know for good workers who know how to get stuff done they're not there to play around or waste time or do anything else even for those guys you've got a decent amount of everybody's kind of getting back in the groove and getting back on the same page and they gotta pick up where they left off and you know where we leave we go home to our families we're no longer thinking about this for the most part you know it's not actively in front of us so there is a level of time being saved by not having to leave the job and come back to it and everybody get back into that groove at the same time once you start to tip over a certain scale you get to where the time that you're saving you start to to uh, balance that time with how much slower you end up having to move strictly because you know like I said you're tired your 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 mind your body nothing is responding the way it's supposed to even with muscle memory. Now to answer the question of why did we choose to do that, do that this way on this specific job? Why would we go to that level of unsafe? Well, one, it it was unintentional. Uh, We weren't actually keeping track of time that much on the job. And we were so focused on just getting our goal accomplished. One thing led to another and it just, it turned into 4.30 a.m before everybody really like legitimately just stopped and acknowledged what time it was. So there was, there's that factor of it, which comes back to you know, me as the supervisor and, and managing that site and that crew. Uh, I didn't do a good job in managing that time, which means that yeah, you know, on, a, on a greater scale, I created a safety hazard at that point. Yeah, I did. I created one because I wasn't paying enough attention to everybody's physical state and the time that it was. So what that means, if, if something had happened, nothing did, everybody's perfectly fine. But if something had happened, uh, I would hold responsibility for that because I allowed that, that situation to be created and exist, and I didn't stop the job when I probably should have. Now, the other side of that, the crew that I had on site are guys who would much rather just get the work done. Instead of taking time, you know, cause the alternative, so if we didn't do the one, just the one hard overnighter, the alternative would be that we had to spend multiple nights and my personal preference and one reason I wasn't really paying enough attention to time is I would rather have just one hard night and my, my guys agree with this you know we've got families we would rather have just one hard night granted we didn't mean for it to be that hard uh of just getting the work done getting the job finished that needed to be done ot instead of that turning into multiple nights through the week where we're working four or five hours extra each day you know say we stop at 10 o'clock, 12 o'clock and then still come back at eight and have to do that two or three times. And that's two or three evenings lost with the family. Or, you know, that turn into an entire weekend day or weekend uh, where we're having to spend a Saturday, Sunday, again, away from the family. And we're not getting to spend that with the people we'd much rather be spending it with other than each other. That is a, a a mindset. Is that a safe mindset? No, it's not a safe mindset at all. It's actually quite the opposite. It's very unsafe, but, you know, for those of us who are focused in that way, it's a it's a sacrifice, you know. It's a sacrifice that we are willing to make and I'm going to continue to preface here, it was far from intended to be this type the the level of sacrifice that it became but so is life and so is big projects so what are you going to do that is one major line of thought though behind are you going to stick it out and just just deal with the extra hours or do you stop and now you've got to do this two or three evenings or you gotta wait till Saturday or Sunday and do it all then. And it's a hard dilemma and honestly it's it's not the same answer every time. Not every job is gonna make sense or gonna be possible to do it that way. Especially if it's one where if it wasn't realistic for us to do all that in one night it would have been very irresponsible to push ourselves as far as we did and to let the job uh bleed over that long because we're gonna have to do it multiple nights anyway so if it's that large of a job then yeah the despite the family time for safety and for just being wise it wouldn't be worth it to go to that extreme so that's part of the variables that's part of the the what you have to weigh and factor and make the decision in the in that at that time what actually makes the most sense. Now here's where this starts to turn very unsafe. And this part of it's probably my biggest fear as a manager and honestly one of the things that I even personally struggle with, you know, I've got a two hour drive. A two hour drive is not very easy to make. Just in general, not an easy thing to do, especially when you're working a lot of hours, you're tired, you got a lot happening going on, yada, 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 yada staying up till eleven o'clock at night when you gotta get up at 5.30 trying to edit YouTube videos isn't necessarily the smartest thing in the world. Anyway, you've got to be careful driving. You know, I've got techniques and things, you know, I grew up, my, my dad uh, drove a truck a lot, you know, it wasn't the only career that he had but that was one of his major ones and I spent a lot of time on the road with him and he taught me a lot. You know, he he was a commercial truck driver. You know, those guys know better than anybody how to stay awake on the road. I promise you. So I have to I have to utilize a lot of those a lot of those skills that I learned at that time. Uh, for example, you know, coffee is one way to do it, sure. But but in actuality, when you're driving, uh, my experience is your blood's not pumping fast enough for energy drinks and sugar or caffeine or anything else to play a big enough role it'll give you a very, very temporary spike that leads to a a fatal crash. And I mean a physical, well, I mean a crash in in terms of your energy level and your, your mental, like you mentally crash, you physically crash, which then turns into a automotive crash. Yeah, that turns into an automotive crash because you crashed from the caffeine so in actuality you know it's it's not that simple and even for the guys who are you know a 30 minute drive which is i think pretty reasonable 30 minutes to an hour for most people that by itself is dangerous because that's more than enough time to get way too comfortable in that driver's seat when you're that exhausted so yeah you end up taking time to, you just got to pull over and take a nap. It's something that I, you know, I hate admitting, but yeah, it has to happen all the time. Where, but just between house and, 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 house and work, it just, you can't keep your, your mind engaged enough to keep yourself awake. And and something I do a lot is I just, I have to snack. Now, snacking is not healthy either, because that leads usually to some very unhealthy snacks and, you know, it's an easy way to put on a ton of very unhealthy weight. So you got to be very careful with that in and of itself. But you know, that is one method. Uh, you know, chewing gum again—that's a lot of sugar. Chewing gum or, or having having some kind of physical stimulation, like eating, can go a long way. Uh, for me, you know, doing listening to podcasts and stuff like that or just having a conversation on the phone does a lot to help me. Uh, There's many evenings where, yeah, me and my wife have to have this full in-depth conversation on the drive home. Sure, we enjoy talking to each other, but if we weren't having that conversation, uh, I would have to figure something out because I don't have enough mentally to keep myself going. And that's the, when you work those hours and you push yourself to that condition, that is the state you get into and you know i've honed in on this specific example on this project and job but the what what i'm talking about goes way beyond just what i'm dealing with here on this particular project when you're working especially like in the summer we've got long hard grueling hours where it's three-digit temps outside and we're trying to get everybody's ac going and you're putting these 12-hour days in five days a week six days a week you'll push yourself to the same state without having to work freaking three shifts back to back. Like, you don't have to go three shifts in to get to the same place. Now, three shifts will get, get you there a hell of a lot faster. But my point is, you know, this is the conditions that we've got to find out how to survive. At the end of the day, I'm not completely sure where I'm going with this conversation. Other than maybe some awareness, yeah, I think I think I think that's where I'm trying to go is awareness. Be aware, be 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 conscious of this, and know no you have to know when to stop at some point. Somehow, uh, the problem becomes where do you draw that line that's realistic? And something I see, so for some of you younger guys, I'll be honest, you know that line of where y'all feel you should stop compared to what we have come up in in the trade is not the same line sometimes you know some some younger guys just need to be more willing to suck it up and it just it sucks but it is what it is at the same time some of us older guys or I say older I can't really claim that title but those of us who have been in this trade and have come up through the old timers that, that, that were the ones that taught us these habits, we might push a little too far. And I don't know, maybe that's just a, a, an experience and generational training thing. It's, it's very possible that when I was in that stage early in my career, you know, I had the same issue and maybe my senior techs that were yelling at me for that stuff felt the same way about me that I'm speaking now. I don't know, there's a whole thing to that, you could chase for probably hours and get nowhere, and that opens a whole political conversation and cultural conversation. And That's one of the other symptoms, by the way, is your mind will wander in weird ways that you, you'll just have thoughts that you don't typically have, and be careful chasing those lines of thoughts, because most of the time they're usually fairly irrational but they won't feel that way in the moment. You'll realize that later, but if you make a decision on those thoughts versus waiting until you were a little more rational minded, you might regret that irrational decision later. That's not from experience. That's just me speaking from others. Yeah. I haven't had time to look up any news. I did some quick browsing at one point and I didn't see anything that stood out to me uh i did see one article about uh epa is looking to ban 410a or, or is looking at a proposal to ban 410a for uh, 2025 for commercial applications but maybe i'm just not read up enough on the topic but i thought that was already a thing so maybe it was just kind of a clickbaity news article i'm not sure anyway no legit news segment so I'll try to have some articles for the next podcast. That being said, if you have any interesting news you think is worth sharing, throw them in the comments down below, let us know what they are, and, and uh, you know if you've got any thoughts, You know, maybe post your article that you wish somebody would make a news article about that's worth reading, how about that? That'll drive some engagement. Anyway, I'm not sure how to conclude this honestly, other than to say, be careful out there, uh, There's several ways you can drive yourself to this state. Rarely do we do this intentionally. It's usually just the nature of this industry. Even from a management perspective, I intentionally try not to allow the guys to push themselves as far as just happens. But at some scale, I can't stop it from happening either. It's just it is the nature of what we do and it's one of the hard things about working in the service industry is this is how it is it's not always this way you're not always so exhausted you're falling asleep trying to get home not sure what else to say about it spend time with your family i'm gonna enjoy my weekend of mine i haven't seen them as much or enough this week been a crazy week hope you enjoy this video it'll be probably a I don't know, I don't have any idea when it's coming out, weeks, months from now, something. It'll show up. You'll know it when you see it. Appreciate it, everybody. Thank you.